Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? Oh yeah, that is old school right there. But that is what we love. Good old Jim Mora coming in hot there. Um, Welcome in, guys. This is the first ever episode of the Southlot Football Guys. Uh, I am your host, Evan Newberger. To my right, we have the man who is our lead talent evaluator, Adam Sidek, watching all the film. To my left, I got Robbie Larson, our chief analytics officer here uh, at the podcast. Welcome in, guys. We're happy to have you. Um, like I said, this is our first show. Today's date is May 24th. Uh, we're going to come in here. The plan for today is to give you guys a quick breakdown of the AFC East division, and then uh, we got a little something fun for you at the end uh, to let you guys get to know us a little bit better. So uh, you guys can follow us on Twitter at, at SLFootballGuys, and it's the same handle for Snapchat as well, SLFootballGuys. But uh, with that, we'll get into the show here. So, Robbie, you're going to kick it off uh, with the Jets. Yeah, so... We're, we're going to start off with the team that finished last in the AFC East. Um, but honestly, I think they've got a chance to do better than that, a lot better than that this year. And um, it kind of shows with this year's over-under in win totals at 7.5. Um, they made a lot of big changes going um, on this team and not a whole lot of subtractions. They, they added Adam Gase as head coach. Um, Dal Loggins joins him there, and um, they also brought in uh, Greg Williams as a D coordinator. Um, so they got a lot going on. There's a news last week. Um, today is uh, May 24th. Um, something real weird about their front offense, in which Mike Mackinnon. Am I saying that right? McCagnon. I can never say that right. I don't know why. <laughs> Mackinnon. Mac Daddy. Mac Daddy. Well, he's, he's nobody's Mac Daddy anymore. He got fired, huh? um, which was completely bizarre because um, Jets just let him go through free agency, go through the draft, pick his team, and then out in, out of the blue, they just they fired him, made Adam Gase um, general interim general manager. So that's be interesting how it plays out um let's hope they find a replacement soon because i don't know if adam gase could do both at the same time throughout the season that might be a little tough for him i heard yeah. something that he wanted peyton manning as his gm i heard that too um like, I, if I'm i don't know manning, if he'd I'm want not, to I, i'm just telling him no <laughs> it's you, simple you know, that. I, I think papa john's might want to try to get a yeah. stronger hold of new york city though so <laughs> papa john's as the gm would be pretty good i, I doubt he's a yes man too. yeah oh, he's yeah. not a yes man papa john uh guy's not the most pc guy in the world i don't know if he'd fly uh, in this day and age uh, kind of got run out of town the papa john corporation but uh He'd you know, some great publicity over what, that is for sure. What about a Brad Paisley? Uh, Brad Paisley, Brad Paisley, Brad like Paisley, the Peyton Manning. Do we, it. do we like those oh. commercials? I hate those commercials. No, they're terrible. I, I didn't follow you for a second there. I'm like, why, why Brad Paisley? Why? Yeah, I do not like those like, commercials. Those either. commercials are a train wreck. Like. <laughs> those are State Farm, right? Uh, what are they? No, no they're nationwide. 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 Yeah. State yeah. Farms, yeah yeah, sorry, Nationwide. That commercial sucks. Um, but yeah, They're not sponsors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we only speak good for GoMommy.com. So, um, all right. Well, I agree with you. I think the Jets made a lot of great additions. Uh, obviously, I'm a big fan of Love Bell. I'm looking at him uh, in the second round of fantasy. Um, really, probably as high as like 15. I'm thinking. Um, I think there's a lot of upside with that offense. I think Adam Gase. Has shown that you know he can he can make the most out of the pieces around him when it comes to building an offense. Uh, certainly did it with the Bears. Uh, he certainly showed that with Peyton Manning, who Peyton Manning in his final year, the year they won the Super Bowl, was arguably the worst quarterback in the league that year. Uh, he had nothing yeah. left in his arm, and and Gase made it work. So he made it work with Brock Lobster. Too. Yeah, yeah, uh, got Brock Lobster yeah, paid. So. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I agree with you. I like uh, I like Darnold. Interested to get your thoughts there a little bit more on, on what you think about his development in year two. Uh, yeah, Sam Darnold. He's a, he's an interesting guy. Um, I was kind of looking at him and just trying to 
there's a lot of times he just doesn't look good. Um, but I, I kind of narrowed it down. Um, is that when he when the pocket breaks down for him, it looks like he tries to scramble out and then tries to force in a throw that he has no business trying to throw, and most of the times it either hits a defender's chest or even worse. Um, so that's something which I, I think Adam Gase could fix. That that seemed to be his biggest problem, um, Darnold, um, just doing these errant scrambling throws. But um, on the plus side, they did grab a tackle in the third round, um, which should help a little bit with the offensive line. Um, but they did um, – but they, they lost a little depth at guard. Yeah. But they, it, that offensive line should, as a whole, um, be better. Okay. All right. Um, but I really do kind of moving more more for this team. I really like their defense. How about Kaleshi Assembly? Oh yeah. Yeah. That's a good that's a good pickup for them. I mean, he's getting paid uh but you know, definitely definitely one of the best uh tackles uh in the league, I think and um you know, to get him from the Raiders, I think that was a good move for them. Um Yeah, they added CJ Mosley. They to the defense, tried to yeah. add Anthony Barr, but uh that was um, <laughs> there's a little diciness going on. Oh, I missed. That might have been Mike McCagnan fucking that up. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I, right now I know you know the Jets. I'm I'm kind of seeing them as a team with a middle of the road defense and in kind of a middle of the road offense. I think they're going to be in most of the games that they play. Uh, they'll be competitive, and I mean my kind of preliminary feel for that team is. Uh, something right around 500 with you know nine and seven, even ten and six upside. You know if they can uh, get get lucky on a few of those close games. But I think from where that team was at last year, and and really you know what they've kind of shown the last few years, I think that's a step in the right direction for them. And I think the, they're going to have a season that Jets fans at the end of the year are going to uh, feel good about. I think you go ahead. No, I mean I I I like their offensive uh, playmakers. You got Lev Bell, low key thick. Um, but he, he takes a lot of pressure off the quarterback, short game passing. He, he's always available. He's always there. He catches everything. Um, just his patience overall sort of waits behind his blockers as he goes through. I think that'll take a lot of pressure off Sam Darnold because you can't really blitz when Love Bell's your running back because he'll just he'll make you bite and then, boom, hop a gap and take off. and let, it, it's, it's really hard to stop, and he – He's very good with his patience, and I think that his addition will transform that offense into, uh, into just being better overall. They're out, outside guys. you got Robbie Anderson, Quincy Inunua. Um What do you think about the addition of uh, Jameson Crowder? How do you think that fantasy-wise, are there any receivers you want to own? I, I, I'm a big Robbie Anderson fan. I think he's overperformed his expectations every year he's been in the league. Um, yeah, I... I, I think I think my only question with the 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 Jets is sort of outside linebacker. Um, how are they going to rush the passer? You got you got the Williams brothers on the inside, Leonard and and Quinton. Uh, I think those are probably two of the best D tackles in the league. Um, I'm not too sure they got anything on the outside that's probably can give you more than seven sacks, which in, in the NFL, especially especially in a division with Tom Brady, you're going to need to you're going to need to rush the passer. And yep. I, I think that's one of their major low points weaknesses yeah. all right guys um yeah i think that covers it for the jets um just uh for information purposes we're gonna run through all the teams and then we're gonna tackle the over-unders uh at the end after we've talked about each one and we'll give you our thoughts on uh what the right play is there so uh stick around for that but with that we're gonna turn our attention to the buffalo bills guys i'm gonna take the lead on this one because as you know i love this team circle the way yeah i'm i am circling the wagons i am breaking tables i am all in in orchard hills uh i think this is gonna be a good team i think they've got uh i think they got a real shot at playoffs and i think if uh if brady has any sort of a like a fallout i mean we've kind of been waiting on it for years and it hasn't happened so not that i'm betting on it but man like I think if there's any sort of drop in Brady's game, like this this division's right for the taking, and, and the Bills got the talent to take it. Um, I really like what they did uh, in the offseason with the O-line. Uh, I think Cody Ford in the second round uh, of the draft was big for them. The, that really helps uh, solidify the line. Deion Dawkins at left tackle, solid. 
Uh, probably the biggest move for them in the offseason was uh, signing Mitch Morse to play center. Very good player, but uh, I think in the, his last two seasons, he's played uh, a total of 18 games. So that's going to be a concern there because... Yeah, outside of that, I mean, their their interior guard play is not great. Um, so, honestly, concerned if, if Mitch Morse can't put in a full season. But I think if he's there to uh, solidify the middle of that uh, offensive line, then they're going to be solid. And, uh, I mean, that was a big problem for them last year. I, uh, their probably biggest issue was they just could not run the ball between the tackles at all. Um, how many times was Shady just getting stuffed and stuffed and stuffed behind the line? Uh, they made some good moves, um, I think, on the offensive side of the ball. Tyler Croft, I think, has the potential for a big breakout year. Um, I, what was his uh, injury again? He got hurt recently. Um, was it a foot, I think? Tyler Croft? Yeah. Yeah, last year it was a foot. Yeah, yeah. Well, this this one Wait. just just popped up. Oh, really? Yeah, this just happened a couple we, days do ago. Do we have breaking news here? Well, I hope it's not breaking. Oh my! <laughs> I hope it's not broken. Couple days old. Oh, Don't wait, miss. Oh yeah. Oh, but uh, I mean, regardless, you know, assuming he's uh, fine to start the year, uh, I th- I think he's going to have a uh, a nice season for them. And uh, you know, I I do want to touch on Josh Allen. I personally think Josh Allen uh, can be Cam with upside. I think I think Josh Allen the the uh, sky is the limit for him. Just an absolute rocket arm, and there's not really any way to play defense for a guy like that when he can outthrow everybody on the field. But he's also got the legs uh, to move. He's got a truck stick. Yeah, can, yeah, he like can he can absolutely over. run you over. Like the dude's massive. Um, I, I really think you know he's going to take a big step in year two. It's kind of uh, this is going to be a fun division for year two quarterbacks now that we've got. Uh, uh, Mr. Rosen in the uh, in the house of Miami as well, but really like Josh Allen, I think he's going to take a big step forward in year two. Um, I'm very excited to see Ed Oliver uh, step into that mm-hmm. defense. Um, oh, yeah, like that guy's got a lot of talent. Um, I think I think he's going to get after the quarterback. Um, we're going to see we're going to see that defense continue to be uh, one of the more solid uh, units in the NFL. So I'm a, I'm a fan of this team. I think they've got. A uh, above-average defense, for sure. Uh, McDermott's a great coach, in my opinion. I know people give him a lot of grief over the uh, Nathan Peterman situation, but uh, you know what? It, year after year, he's putting out a great defense. Um, I kind of think of this as like a Lovey Smith scenario, where uh, Lovey Smith, in his time in Chicago, kept putting out great defenses year after year, and I don't think he got enough credit for it. Um, you know, McDermott's a, a lot of the same way, so... I really yeah, like this team. Yeah, above yeah. average, above average defense, and uh, I think offense with a lot of upside. So I, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, potential playoff chances there for them. So Tyler Croft officially, uh, it was a broken foot. Broken it's foot. A three to four month recovery. He needs surgery. Ooh, okay. ooh. Uh, that would be breaking news. That would be breaking um, that's, news. That, that is a little breaking news. Um, but I, I want to get your thoughts on. Uh, I know you love Josh Allen, Evan. Yep. Um, and with that. Um, improved offensive line because that one was just absolutely yeah. dog crap last year. Um, there's a lot of. Do you think this hurts him, um, fantasy wise? Because there's a lot of times when he would get the snap and the line would just break down and he just instantly runs. Yeah. Um, does this hurt him or do you see an opportunity out of this? I mean, fantasy wise, yes, I think it may have potential, but where I think you're going to see that offset is I think, um, the opportunities are going to be, uh, you know, there's going to be a higher quantity of opportunity for him. They're going to be moving the ball more. They're going to be in the red zone more. Uh, he's definitely going to throw for more touchdowns. So I think you're going to see kind of some of that offset each other. I still think he's going to get his uh, rushing yards in. Um, I mean, you know, Mitch Mitch Trubisky uh, had happy feet in Chicago year one, and, and he, he came out and he, he still was running the ball effectively year two. Um, so I, I think there's some parallels there as well, but yeah, I, I think Josh Allen is, I don't, I don't really see him taking a step back fantasy wise. Are you concerned at all about the wide receiver and tight end? Like his, his, his options around him? Cause I'm, I'm looking and I'm seeing, you know, John Brown's a good player. Definitely not a number one right out. Yeah. Uh, Zay Jones has some upside sort of unproven. Yep. He's a little hit or miss. Cole Beasley, good slot receiver. Yep. 
Um, Robert Foster, I actually really like on the outside. Hopefully, they'll play him a little bit more. But you want to speak to him a little bit, Robert Foster? Did, yeah, I, I like him. I, Didn't he get hurt too? Jesus, please Christ. tell me no, Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> please tell me no. Oh, I was thinking Reuben Foster. I'm sorry. Oh, Reuben Foster did get hurt. <laughs> that is not. Oh God, Reuben Reuben Foster's like got artery damage, dude. Like he might be donezo. Yeah. Yeah, like that's no, like that's, a that, that sounded like a Zach Miller injury. Yeah, that sounded really bad. Yeah, what's, what's going on with Washington and yeah, injuries? They, yeah. they got they got to fix something. Yeah, it's it's not great. Um, injuries in general, they're just yeah. it's got to be something with that medical staff or how they're pushing guys or yeah. there, there's something bad there. Yeah, back back to your point about the wide receivers. Uh, I I really like Zay Jones as a breakout candidate. Um, I think. You're going to see him, uh, he, he was quietly at the end of last year creeping up into uh, that wide receiver two territory. So I think you're going to see that. I'm not going to come out and say that he's got wide receiver one potential because I don't, I, don't, I don't really see that. But uh, I definitely think you could see him sneak into that uh, kind of like mid to late wide receiver two range. Um, John Brown, I mean, uh, you know, if the migraines don't keep him off the field, um you know, I think he's he's definitely a good deep ball threat, and that's exactly what uh, Josh Allen needs. Is you know, just yep. a guy that can outthrow everybody. Uh, not to say that John Brown is uh, Tyreek Hill by any means, but um, he's probably a much nicer guy. <laughs> but yeah, I definitely that's probably true. Yeah, I definitely like uh, John Brown on the deep ball for the Bills this year, and and Cole Beasley. I mean, we've been watching Cole Beasley dominate the slot for the Cowboys. Um, I think he's been like one of the true unsung heroes of that team the last few years, and uh, I think Dak is going to miss him. So I'm I'm excited for uh, Josh Allen to kind of have Cole Beasley as that underneath reliable option. Gotcha. Yeah. So I'm looking at I'm looking at the running back depth here for yeah. the Bills, and I'm seeing a lot of names. And Signed I'm, your guy T.J. Eldon. They got Frank Gore, Devin Singletary, and still got Shady. You oh, think yeah. you think Shady's possible cap casualty? Oh yeah, I could see Shady getting cut. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the writing sort on the wall when you go out and sign Frank Gore and T.J. Eldon, and then draft the running back. Yeah, he's a third round pick. I. That's interesting to me. I think Shady's not long. I mean, if he stays this year, I, I don't think he's. He's there next year. Is this a do not touch backfield for fantasy purposes? Not for yeah, absolutely for the first couple of weeks at least. See how it plays out. I, I mean, it may end up just being a straight do not touch, but I I could see somebody just emerging out of that and becoming a little bit relevant, like late round flyer on Singletary possibly, or not even touching that. I mean, that's that's not a bad late round flyer. I I wouldn't even think about touching the Bills running back. Though. Yeah, I agree. I, I there's this. Too many bodies back there. I got burned on Shady last year, so I'm I'm uh I'm a little scarred from that still. I don't I don't know that I'm gonna have the heart to do it. But so Shady Shady's dead cap if they cut him would be uh two point six mil. Ooh, okay. All right. What's, um, what's, his, what's his contract looking like? Um his contract, uh, he's he's got a cap hit of nine mil. Oh, so they'd save seven? That's that's, that's pretty that's, significant. That's, yeah, there's a chance that they, he, Shady gets cut. I think that's a no-brainer, yeah. right? At this point, I mean, you don't want to I mean, be, you... be shady about it, though. You got <laughs> to go through the proper, proper wavelengths. Whatever happened with Lashawn McCoy in that like thing where like he broke into his like girlfriend's house that was actually his house to like steal some jewelry that was actually his jewelry, but like she got like I, I think she got like assaulted in the process, but then like it just kind of went away. I, 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 like, I haven't heard about that. I haven't that. heard a resolution. I remember hearing about it last year yeah. like in the offseason and nothing after that. Yeah, so we'll see but if there's any more follow-up. There's a whole bunch that. of just lying going around. Like, they're just escalating the story and, yeah. like, nothing actually happened. It's just them yelling at each other <laughs> for some stupid reason. All right, what do you think, guys? Is that covered for the Bills? I think so. All right, why don't we uh, turn our attention out of the Dolphins. Adam, you've got this one. Okay, uh, I'm going... Dolphins here. So last year, team seven and nine. I think they sort of overperformed. Um, they won a lot of close games. Um, actually, beat some decent teams. I think you know the roster. The roster has actually got some talent. Um, I'm my my biggest concern with this team, and I'll go through is the coaching staff. You have Brian Flores, head coach, uh, coming over from the Patriots. It's the defense coordinator there. Uh, Chad O'Shea is the offensive coordinator. He was also a part of the Patriots staff, so they're, they're plucking uh, 
fucking from the Pats there. And then uh, Patrick Graham is their defense coordinator who uh, was a linebacker's coach for a number of teams. But um, none of these people have experience play calling. None of these coaches have experience play calling. Um, very inexperienced, very young coaching staff. And I think it's going to take them some time to acclimate um, just to the rigors of you know coaching in the NFL because it, it's not something you can just jump into like Sean McVay and just kill from the start. To take, that, that's a that's just not happening for most coaches, new coaches. So it, I think it's going to take some time for them to acclimate. Um, if you just go for their uh, additions this year, um, they they picked up the Rosen one QB. Um, I, I I'm not sure about that. Uh, after watching this film, I uh, I compared him to Peter Pan in the pocket Ooh. When, uh, <laughs> when he faced pressure. His feet just start. He had happy feet. Didn't know what to do and made rash decisions. <laughs> did not look in control whatsoever. Um, you got you got Ryan Fitzpatrick there. Maybe he can teach him some of his Fitz magic. Uh, sort of under his wing, maybe because Josh Rosen's got some talent. He's got a good arm. Uh, you just need to settle down a little bit in the pocket. Yeah. Um, and as far as some other additions go. Um, defensive end they got Robert Quinn um, added Christian Wilkins D tackle out of Clemson in the draft um, where I where I see this team um, sort of falling back a little bit is just overall depth um, they lost Juwan Taylor right tackle he went to Denver Cameron Wake um, ancient man I think it's like 37 <laughs> went to the Titans um, I, 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 I this team this team could surprise me I think maybe with seven wins or so but I just don't see a lot of um, a lot of talent there I, the secondary is pretty good you got Rashad Jones mm-hmm. Mika Fitzpatrick Xavier Howard just got a huge contract mm-hmm. um, very good secondary that's one probably their biggest strength linebacking core is good Kiko who did they Lanza. draft um, the first round pick was Christian Wilkins yeah. of, um, and then they got a guard uh, Michael Dieter yeah. um, with the third round pick and then Andrew Van Ginkle linebacker uh fourth round pick but i i think the the biggest weakness of this team is going to be offensive line and wideouts i don't think they they're they're set up to actually you know protect the pass i i i think they're doing josh rosen a disservice with the offensive line they're going to surround him around and and wideouts well you saw how bad he was with the cardinals getting quick pressure like he did last year yeah he was awful i i I think that might continue because i mean you saw what he did last year with similar circumstances, and they, they're not really addressing the issue. They're not spending a lot of money in the offensive line and wideouts. I think uh, you might see some of the same negative uh, Josh Rosen, Peter Panish moves in, in the pocket. <laughs> Is that wide receiver room worse than what he had last year? I think it, it, I think it, it is. might be. Yeah, like, it might be. Like, you got Larry. It's like Larry versus Devontae Parker, and then Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk over Kenny, Kenny Stills, Stills for me, like yeah. Albert Wilson's pretty good, but yeah, I mean, yeah, Dolphins I, just got a bunch of mediocre guys, mm-hmm. like nothing special, too special about anybody, yeah. which is sort of surprising because they I mean they got seven wins last year and they were, they were sitting second in this division for a long time. Yeah. Um, they sort of tail off at the end, but yeah, I mean it. Like I said, I think the ta- the the roster itself's not that bad. I'm worried about the coaching staff because none of them have, have ever called mm-hmm. plays. Experience is limited. Um, yeah, I think that's where they're going to sort of struggle. Hopefully, they can uh, they can write the ship. Brian Flores seems like he's a coach that they can draw a hard line and not deal with any bullshit. Which which in Miami, there's a lot of bullshit. Yeah. So. <laughs> so Adam, what do you what do you think about Kenyon Drake? Do you think he might have a Good year, or is he not even going to be used? He was kind of on-off used last well, I think, year. I think they had a lot to do with Adam Gase not liking the man. <laughs> Just a personal vendetta? I, it must have been. I was Kenyon Drake a yes man? He was not a yes man. So <laughs> <laughs> he might have been a yes man. When, when Kenyon Drake, like yes man. when he had the ball, I mean, he clearly looked like the best back on that team. Uh, oh, yeah. And, and I didn't think it was close. I, in particular, remember that uh, game against the Bears they played, and, and when Kenyon Drake got the ball, there was a clear difference. Um in, in the talent level and, and the explosiveness was, was very evident. So, yeah, I mean, I think that team, uh, if they can kind of revitalize him and, and get him going again, I guess the good news is, uh, you know, his, his carry count's low. So, you know, hopefully he's got a little Not bit more mileage. Yeah, well, I think he is one of those guys that's, like, running on, like, zero cartilage, if I'm not 
mistaken. He's always had the problem with work workload, even in Alabama. Yeah. So I, there must be something to it. He might be one of those guys that just isn't able to carry the ball twenty times a game. Yeah. Um, right. I know they got Kalen Blythe line behind him. Um, I think he's actually a really good player out of Arizona State. They drafted him last year. Um, very fast. Um, sort of game breaking speed, just like Kenny and Drake. I think them two together um, could be a good one-two punch. Nice. I'm probably staying away from the running backs on this team for fantasy. Yeah. Um, it's too much risk. Bad offense. Not a good old line. I could see this offense struggling. Yeah. Definitely. All right. Um, yeah, I know. I'm. I'm kind of with you there. I'm not expecting much out of this team. Uh, Robbie, any final thoughts on the Dolphins? I don't think so. Um. And at this time, I think it would be a good time to call out to our sponsor. Today's sponsor is brought to you by Caribou Lou. All it takes is three simple ingredients. Some 151 rum, pineapple juice, and Malibu Caribou, which will make you all numb. This is guaranteed to make baby girl come out of her shell and party until the cops come. Whether you're a fan of karate punching or naughty luncheons, this will get the party jumping. A classic that originated in Kansas City, Missouri since 1995 i think it's safe to say that all three of us are fans here of this drink um caribou lou because i drink it but they ain't paying me for it not yet thank you for that read robbie (laughs) caribou lou's are a drink for any kind of season oh yes it's never a bad time for a caribou lou (laughs) i mean summer they're absolutely perfect just go outside chill on um i know we I've seen you with caribou lose at Christmas parties. Well, I mean, it's a caribou. It's caribou. It's winter themed. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's perfect for everything. <laughs> Jeez. All right. With that, are we ready to go to the uh, Patriots now? Yeah, yeah. This is a team that does not drink. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Pat, Patriots, I mean, I can't really say a whole lot. Um, I mean, the Super Bowl champions last year won 13 and 3. Um, I. This this team just keeps on pumping out talent, regardless yeah. of what they lose. They always have some plan in store to you know refill from within. Um, they did lose a lot of a lot of people this year. Obviously, Rob Gronkowski, Gronkowski retiring is going to be huge for them. Good big loss. One of the best tight ends in the history of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, they lost Trey Flowers, Malcolm Brown in the middle, who I think is one of the best D tackles in the league. Um, lost their boy Cordell Patterson, um, and if I think losing Brian Flores might be a little uh, might be a little bit bigger deal than people are making it because now Bill Belichick is going to take over as defensive coordinator, and uh, I think he's only doing that so that no one can take his defensive coordinators away from him anymore. <laughs> he's lost the last like four and five years or yeah. something crazy. So uh, as far as additions go for the Patriots, um, they signed uh, Michael or they traded for Michael Bennett, um, sort of going to be that Trey Flowers replacement. Um, I think one of the biggest additions they're going to have is uh, left tackle Isaiah Wynn. They drafted him last year, 22nd overall yep. out of Georgia. Um, I, I thought this guy was the best offensive lineman in last year's draft. They're going to need him, yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, he got hurt, never played a snap last year. Um, I think he's going to step right in and, and just maul people on the left side of that line. Um, in that Trent Brown vacancy, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, I, I think he's going to. Just like the Patriots do, they they always have a plan. They're, plug and replace, yeah. Plug and replace. They're not going to lose a thing there. Um, I didn't, as far as the play, play, players go, I think don't don't really have to say too much. You got the t- touchdown, Tom Brady, the goat, uh, leading the ship. Running backs, you got Sony Michelle, James White, wideouts, uh, Julian Edelman. They signed or they drafted uh, Nikhil Harry, wideout in the first round out of uh, Arizona State. Big receiver, good possession receiver. I, I think he's gonna. Is this gonna be the first Patriots wide receiver that pans out, that they actually draft like real be. high? Because all be. of them just flame out. They never productive. I, I I think they're gonna need him. Uh, I mean behind behind uh, Julian Edelman, I don't think they have a lot of depth at wideout. I think they still got Philip Dorsett, um, Josh Gordon if he ever plays. Uh, he's there. But yeah, I. I I think the defense is where they're going to win the games. And you saw it at the end of last year when they sort of became a running and running football team, low scoring, sort of grind them out, defensive style. Um, I'm glad you mentioned that because I think that's kind of a uh, misconception that people still have. They think of the Patriots and they think of Tom Brady and they think that this team is still airing it out. But this team 
you know, again, they zigged when everybody else zagged. I mean, we're, we're going to the air raid NFL and, and, uh, you know, Bill Belichick's running out Devlin, uh, Devlin. And two out of every three downs. I mean, uh, they're, they're an I formation running team now. And, uh, yeah, speak to that a little bit. Cause I, I think it's fascinating and I, I love what they've done. Yeah. I mean, you, you see, even in the draft, you know, they, they have James White, Sony Michelle, they go out, they go out and draft Damian Harris, uh, running back out of Alabama. I know Bill Belichick and Nick Saban are best friends. They they probably got the info on Damian Harris. And heck, I mean, he was the number one running back on that team, and they had their, his backup drafted in the first round. So I I think he's a really good running back. Um, he's going to take some of the load off of Sony Michelle. He's got some knee Does issues. That hurt Sony. I believe so. I like I, I was high on Sony going into you were really high, and I, mean, I, I I like I really like Damon Harris. You you're gonna see him sort of take that Rex Burkhead role and probably even a little bit more. Um, so I I can see this being a three way three headed backfield where you, just Burkhead. Like a, you think gonna still be on the roster? I think he's still on the roster. Yeah, he probably because they've death got. Piece. I don't I can't see him. How many running much. backs do they have? They they got a lot of got, backs. They've got a bunch. Wow, especially if you count James Devlin. Yep. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but as far as strengths with this team, obviously coaching, quarterback, um, just experience. You know, they play as a team, where I think a lot of teams are just a group of individuals. The New England Patriots are the very essence of what a team is. They, uh, and that's the culture that they've instilled there. And that's why they are the Patriots and, you know, the, the best organization in football for the last two decades. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I completely agree. Um, Never count Bill Belichick out by any means. Uh, you know that guy's going to continue to game plan and and out coach everybody else in the league uh, probably until he's eighty five and he's in the ground. I mean, like I, I'm just I'm, I'm never counting that guy out. No, he's, he'll still be he'll still be winning. Yeah, they'll, the yeah. they'll be winning the division. They're going to start up. They're going to like maybe lose some weird games in the beginning of the mm-hmm. season, but that's just when he's figuring out everything and. People are going to be saying, oh, no, our Patriots done finally. But, no, they're going to come finish strong and yeah. fight for another Super Bowl like they always do. Robbie, you think Tom Brady, can the magic continue next year? Or is that arm finally going to start to uh, take a downhill last turn? last year just looked so weak. Like, he didn't have any of the strength he used to. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they're game planning around it. Like like you said earlier, they're just going right to the run. They're, they're zigging when everybody else is zagging. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought there was a I thought there was a noticeable decline. I don't think it's nearly as bad as like what we a saw with Peyton Manning uh, in his downturn, or what we're currently That's seeing true. with Philip Rivers. I, I'm we'll think, preview this a little bit. I'm very concerned about Rivers. Really? Uh, yeah, I don't think yeah. It's that bad. Oh come on. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm concerned with Philip Rivers, but we'll we'll touch on that one down the road, guys. That's a teaser. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. To get back on the Patriots here, I do think uh, I think Tom's to bet against Tom is is uh, not smart at this point, and you know I think uh, they'll continue to work the the flats and in the short middle of the field, and you know they'll they'll utilize his strengths, and uh, nobody reads the field better than Tom Brady, so I'm I'm not worried about him. Is uh, Billy B? Is he um not is he take just he didn't hire a DC, did he? No, he's taken he, over. He's just taken he's over, right? He's officially yeah. taken over as defense coordinator. You can't hire. They can't hire a defense coordinator if he's Bill Belichick. You can't take him away. So he, he's just, he's just saying, I'm not, I'm not letting anybody take my defensive coordinators anymore. I am. My defense <laughs> <coordinator>. <laughs> oh yeah, slick, slick Willie. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I think that covers it for the Patriots. So yeah, why don't we transition now to the uh, over unders of the year? So... Yeah, for the AFC East. So our over unders. Let's let's start at the top. Let's start with what we just talked about. Okay. Um, You're talking uh, about the Dolphins, right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so Super Bowl champs, their over under is at eleven. What do you guys think about that one? You know, like my heart says under, <laughs> but my brain says, well, my brain actually says is that's a no play, but oh, definitely no play. Yeah, I, I think... tell me no, but my body, <laughs> <laughs> my body. <laughs> My body's still me yet. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I Soul reference. Yeah, I think I think that uh the Patriots are probably gonna wind up, you know, being right there at eleven and five, twelve and four again. I think if I had to if you're making me put money on anything, I'm probably taking the over here. 
I, I, I would agree with everything I've been said. I, on paper, you can look at it anything you want, and you know, it's still the Patriots, and yeah. they're still the best organization in all sports over the last two decades. I, I don't, I don't think you can bet against them. I think if it's any other coach, I, <laughs> you know, you can, you can start to take the under, but uh, Bill just, Bill will not let this team falter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Robbie, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, if I had to pick one, I, I think they're going to hit eleven. Actually, I, I see as I was picking game by game, I actually had them at 12. Um, but I, I remember looking at their schedule and trying to see like if there's like early games that they may lose, and I didn't see a whole lot. I, it looked like a pretty easy schedule to start the year, so I think they've got a good good chance of hitting that over. Do you know what division the AFC East plays? Uh, let's fact check that right now. Let's... In the NFC and the AFC. Um, they play the NFC East. Ooh, okay. So that's that's good for their record. Yeah, that's that's not the hardest division. No, and they're uh, they're already imploding already. Oh, you got to see getting uh, to give me Patriots Cowboys. That will be a good game. That will be a good game. Oh yeah, that's that's what I want to see. Assuming uh, Goodell doesn't suspend Zeke for yeah. like two years because he's got <laughs> some weird vendetta against him. Yeah, yeah, I I did see something just came out with Zeke. Quick, quick sidebar. Yeah, Zeke Zeke got in trouble because like he was at some concert and he like pushed this guy over or something. I don't know, it doesn't look like a big deal. Didn't look, um, he could do what he wants. Yeah, <laughs> such a lovable guy. I'm sure the guy had it coming. Oh gosh, <laughs> you can't count out that they're gonna not. The, there's a chance they they throw like a two game suspension on him because oh, he's got gosh. this. Even though this previous history was kind of BS, you know, um, he, he he might be looking at like a two game. Yeah, no, nothing will shock me with the NFL's hatred for Ezekiel, my man Ezekiel Elliott. The, the, the longer his hair gets, him. the more they hate him. <laughs> He's trying to look like Toad. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, should we move on to the uh, the next team here? We'll go to the Dolphins. Um, you want to go Dolphins or you want to go next highest? Win loss. Okay, let's do so that. The next highest would be the Jets at seven and a half. Okay, so they're projected to be second in the division. Um, but uh, what do you got? Do you think they're a five hundred team, or do you guys think that? I I lean five hundred. I think five hundred. I'm taking the over. Yeah, I think they're a five hundred team with nine and seven upside. Yeah, I think that's that's their ballpark. Yeah, I feel pretty confident about that. I team. don't think that that team's. That team's not winning. They're going to win more than six, and I think, you know, when you're right in that seven, eight, nine range, I'll, I'll count on them to win a close game or two and, and get them over the hump there. Yeah. My view on this is, you know, I think I think either one of the Jets or the Bills are going to take that step and, you know, maybe win nine games, possibly ten. It's, 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 a, it's a pretty weak schedule for both of those teams. One of them's got to be a wild card. Yeah, I, that's, what I'm, that's what my feeling is. I would lean towards the Bills, um, but I can definitely see the Jets making a run. I think it's all up to Sam Darnold if he takes that next step in sophomore year. Um, yeah, that's, that's big for the Jets, but I, I think they can do it. They were uh, Eight of their games were close games within four points last year, and they, they were four and four in those. Um, so I, I think they can take that next step and win a couple more of those. Um, actually, now that I'm remembering that that was wrong, that they're two and six in those games. Um, they've got, um, so I, they do have a chance to be able to turn some of those close games around. And I think both sides of the ball are improved. I think they're second in this division. Bill's close. They, both of them, I could actually see in the wild card. Both the Bills and the I could see the both. I just think that, I think the AFC is kind of weak this year. I, there's just not a whole lot of teams I really like. So it's sort of sidebar here. What do you think this division stacks up against sort of the other division? Do you think it's a strong division, weak division? Because if you're looking, you, you, if you're looking at possibly three playoff teams in this division, it, be, I mean, I think it's a low key strong team or a strong uh, division. They've they've got a bunch of strong teams. Uh, Dolphin, um, I mean, Dolphins got a good roster, but we don't know what the hell's going on with them. But um, yeah, I think the Jets have a potential for a uh, um, surprise year. Same with the Bills. Definitely, um, definitely a division that has some teams on the rise. I think I Absolutely. like the AFC East more than the AFC West at this point. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I'm really down on the Broncos this year, more so than the Dolphins. Um, yeah, I, I'd say I, I don't know that that division is as good as the AFC South. I like the AFC South. You know what? Yeah, I do think I only... do think they're better than the AFC North though too. So yeah, it's you know thinking thinking about it more is probably Texans and somebody from the AFC East. Yeah. Um, not the Raiders. The Raiders. Ooh, the grinding. The Raiders. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. I mean, see yeah. If, see if the cash flows out of Mark Davis's pocket. So to recap, I'm saying over. Adam, what are you For leaning the Jets, towards? Yeah, seven and a half. I'm a throwing under on that, but it, I could see it either Oof. way. Wow. Okay. I could see it either way. Robbie, I've got him over. Okay. Um, All right. Just have to look back up what they're to make the playoffs. I think they were like plus three hundred to make the playoffs. So I, I kind of like that one. Okay. All right. Should we move on? Uh, I imagine it's the Bills now, right? Go the wagons. Bills at six and a half. Oh, pound the over. Pound the over. That's the easiest bet you're going to find, folks. I know it's like minus 170 right now. but Yeah, because people have been pounding that. Minus 170 is still free money. That, so. goes, <laughs> that goes to seven. Let's just, let's just assume it's seven now. I would do the over on seven. I'm taking the over. I, at, I would also take the over. I'm taking the over at seven and a half. I mean, you got... You got some stars on that defense. That team, yeah, like stars. they absolutely do. I'm I'm making a promise to our South Lot Loon fan base out there, wherever you are, that the Buffalo Bills will not be under 500. I can promise you that. So you take that money and you put it on the Buffalo Bills over. I'm kind of just waiting for it to swing to be the over under seven. To be honest, yeah, I'd, like the if, yeah, you probably get plus odds at seven over seven. I think that's a that's a good bet. Yeah. I mean, I, that's one of my favorite bets. You've been talking futures off season, mm-hmm. win win loss totals. I I love that. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I I know. What do you think their odds of making the playoffs are? Boy, if I had to guess, uh, they're probably coming in right now at, at probably like plus three fifty to four fifty. I'd say in that range to make the playoffs. Say plus plus three seventy five. I think they're. Let me. I'm. I'm looking this up right now to try to um, see what this they've got for the Bills. But um, man, I'm losing half the screen here. No idea why. But the Bills um, making the playoffs plus five hundred. Whoa! That's that's fun. That's a risk I'm willing to take. That's fun. I like yeah, that. I mean that. Not that's to win the division. Solid, that's just to make just the playoffs. To make the playoff, so, and with an improved, with improved defense, you know, like Josh Allen, he's one of those guys. No matter what the weather is going to be, he's going to be able to throw through anything. I'm I, telling you, that offensive line is going to be night and day from last year. I I love I love this team. Absolute night and day. Nine games. Yeah. You know, I think they 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 hit the over on. I I I think. I think Sean McDermott's a really good coach, too. Yeah. I think he's proven that. Yeah, I think he is. Everybody's coming around to the Bills. I like this. Here we go. But I, 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 I do people, like... People I, in Buffalo excited. They need something. I, the I NFL like, is better when the Bills are better. That's true. Yeah, that, that is true. Um, because, you know, they're, they're the lovable losers, pretty much. They're the new lovable losers. Yeah. Um, but I do like um, hedging with uh, either with both Jets and Bills to make the playoffs because I think it's a lock one of those I, hits. I completely agree. I think one of those two teams will be a wild That's card. a good point. Yeah. yeah. So you just throw money on both of them. Probably yeah. hit one. Yeah. And maybe maybe you hit both if, if teams like the Texans or uh, like hit the Chargers an, or the Chiefs have it down bug. here. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, yeah, you, you might be surprised. They I'm might really both not, make it. I'm not liking the Chiefs this year. Yeah. I'm just going to – Spoiler alert right now. Spoiler alert. I don't alert. like him. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, it remains to be seen what's going to happen with Tyree Kill there. But, uh, yeah, sure to be some fallout there. All right. Uh, moving on now to the Dolphins. Dolphins, we got a nice, cool over-under five games. I remember, is, I remember us watching film saying that we were going to pound the over on the Dolphins just well, because on, we saw that they're they're the least likely to win the Super Bowl, and we were just shocked. But I, then we realized yeah. their coaching staff um, has no experience yeah, whatsoever. I think, I think that's all it boils down to. I mean, like I think on paper they got the talent to definitely get more on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, I, I think they they do. 
it's it's going to come down to you know if if that offense can move the ball and if this new coaching staff is uh, able to sort of direct the team into a in a positive position. Uh, if I had to say right now, I, I'd probably go under five. Just I I think the the teams around them improved. The Jets have improved. The Bills improved. Patriots Patriots are still the Patriots. I I would I would go under. I wouldn't feel great about it though. This isn't like a you know, the thing oh, that God. helps them there is to play in Miami early in the year, teams have a really hard time with that. Like, that's that's one of the big home field advantages that I don't think gets talked about enough. You know, they're, they're conditioned really to play hot. in that heat. And, uh, yeah, like, that's why I think you see, like, when the Patriots go down there, they have trouble, and those games are always close. I mean, those division games in the heat early on in the year – you know, it's 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 just tough to break away and pull away because you're you're exhausted. And I think you know that's that's something that gives me a little hesitancy here because I think they could scrap out a few wins. That being said, I don't know that this team's going to wind up with 17 points a game when they when it's all said and done. And if you can't put up 17 points again, I don't think you're winning five games. I'm taking the under. I mean, I, it depends on who they're starting quarterback too because I think they have a better shot to win with. With my boy Ryan Fitzmagic, I I don't I just don't think they're gonna put him in Ryan McGregor Magic. <laughs> I, I I agree with you, but right now I I I can't see them going that direction. I would have to think that they're going with Rosen. I mean, how, how long of a leash do you think he has? I mean, they gave up what a second round pick. Just a second round pick, yeah. Are they gonna be pulling the Bucks last year, where they just swap them out every <laughs> like couple games? It, it worked for the Bucks. They led the league in passing yards last year. That's true. Like you know, that's 6, a good 000. way to keep people on their toes. If they if they cool. pull him, he's done. Rosen's done. Like yeah, I think so. Like, he's, he's the Rosen one. He I think he, always come back. He won't. He won't be a starter again. I don't know. There's, I don't think he will. What's be, the yeah. hot tub game like in, in Buffalo? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm definitely saying the under there, Robbie. Yeah. I'm assuming Rosen's going to be the starter, so I'm hitting the under. If if it's magic, is it? That makes it tougher, but I think I'd still take the under because it, it just seems like this team is doing a lot of things that point towards the way of tank. Yep. So are we all all aligned on our on our over under picks for this division? No, you took the Jets under and oh, then me and Robbie right. were on the over. Everything else is pretty aligned. I think yeah. I think we agree that the best the best value in this division yeah. is the Buffalo Bills by over, far. Over yes, absolutely. Yep. yep. With with the with the note of probably waiting till that line jumps to seven. Yep get better value absolutely i agree all right guys good stuff well that is the afc east uh like i said uh, we're going to be giving you guys all the divisions uh coming up over the next few episodes so we'll we'll come out with eight of these covering a division an episode and you know similar breakdown we'll give you the uh, off-season additions and uh subtractions and and kind of what the uh outlook is that we're expecting for each team here going on so Right now, we're going to move to a uh, fun segment uh, on the clock. Oh, yeah. There we go. There's the soundboard. Um, so I'm going to go on the clock. So the way we do this, guys, is we just kind of give you a this or that type of question, and, and you've got a short amount of time to just kind of break it down for us and give us your take. So today's this or that on the clock question is Lion King or Aladdin? Oh, school. I, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. I mean, you're going two classics, there, two of Disney's best best films. Break it down for me, Adam. You <sighs> unzip me. <laughs> it's Lion King for me. I, it's just, it's just a classic. I'm, I mean, you get you you get Matthew Broderick thrown in there. Um, oh, James Earl Jones. I mean, James Earl yeah. Jones. It's it's just a star-studded lineup. I even believe Whoopi Goldberg's in that movie. It's one of the hyenas. Oh yes, she is. It's it's just a star-studded lineup that you don't. I I didn't even realize until a couple years ago. The Elton John appearance on the uh, the soundtrack. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It, it's just it's just a perfectly written movie. Um, I mean, I will say the I do want to see Will Smith in the new Aladdin. That intrigues me, just because he's the Fresh Prince. But I want to see uh, what kind of swag he brings to that. Yeah. A, a blue Will Smith. <laughs> might take some getting used to <laughs> with a big belly with a big belly yeah i mean 
Lion King is one of my top five movies of all time, the old one. And I know they're redoing both of these movies. I think actually Aladdin came out yesterday or today, the remake. Um, can't really go wrong with either of these answers, but I'm going to have to go Lion King. Just a classic, classic movie. Really, guys? I'm new wow. animated. I don't know if I'd take Lion King. I mean, I haven't seen I'd have to see him, but yeah, yeah definitely Lion King. I'm going Aladdin. Whoa. Really? Ex- explain yourself. Robin Williams as the genie in oh, that movie. That is like one of the yep. best like performances in a movie like I can think of. Like he absolutely crushed that character, and that's why it's tough for Will Smith to love, uh, live up to that. But I mean, I hope he does. Jafar. Jafar is a great bad guy. Oh yeah, yeah. like all time great bad guy. Like that guy is snaky, slimy, like slithering around. Like that guy. Well, let me ask. You, very devious. Let me ask you a sidebar on the clock. Jafar or Scar? Oh, Jafar. Oh, they both rhyme. Jafar, Jafar, Scar. <laughs> Jafar or Scar. Okay. Well, how, many, how many other Disney villains end with R? There's got to be a couple. Okay, per. <laughs> you might be. That was just a hot take. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Yeah, I, I definitely think. Um, with uh what yeah i i definitely think with uh with you know jafar great bad guy uh you know the musical numbers too in uh aladdin are, are just amazing you know you got a whole new world that that's a fun one i mean you know what a, what a duet that is yeah, just a classic prince ali prince ali, ali the yeah. monkey the monkey's running oh, around yeah. he's causing havoc the whole team like half the time you're thinking like is this a good guy is he a bad guy like he's stealing bread like it's kind of risque like <laughs> i like it though like you know he's he's legit it's it's an edgy film uh for the mid 90s and uh you know just a classic so for me yeah i'm, I'm taking aladdin I'll all day every day i'll i'll give you that <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. All right, guys. Well, that's going to do it for us uh, this week. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, like I said, please uh, check us out on Twitter and on Snapchat. Uh, our name for both of those is SL Football Guys. Uh, like I said, more episodes coming up. But thanks again for joining us, and uh, we'll see you soon.